Hello, we are the Sonoma Community Center Podcast, a place of creativity, connection, and community. We are located in Sonoma Valley, which is, of course, known for its world-class wine and food destinations, as well as for its epic landscape and rich history. What you might not know is there is an abundant community of art and artists that reside in the valley, and that is where our Sonoma Community Center comes in. This is your host, Molly Spencer and Gerardo Diaz. Gerardo, hello. Yay, yay. I'm here. I'm here, Molly. <laughs> Great. Well, so also the community center is actually a 107-year-old Sonoma Grammar School building. And it is just two blocks east of the Sonoma Plaza, the heart of Sonoma. And the Sonoma Community Center was founded in 1952 as an actual nonprofit community organization, actually celebrating our 70th birthday this year. And we are really a resource for the community to enrich themselves through the arts and community. Hereto. What do you think? No, I think it's great. I mean, I've been living here for 30 years, and I didn't know all these things that were <laughs> happening at the Sonoma community, to be honest. So. Yes. And this podcast is really to highlight the artists and the community with the stories that come through these doors of these historic brick walls. Um, our mission really at the community center is to cultivate a vibrant community through extraordinary creative, cultural, and learning experiences. And Wow. As your host, we got a few stories of how we got here to the community center. I'm going to let you go first, Rita. Oh, yeah? Well, I'm a native <laughs> of uh, <laughs> Mexico. So I brought here when I was like around nine, nine years old. So I came to Sonoma back in the 90s, early 90s. So Straight to Sonoma. Straight to Sonoma. Mm-hmm. And then I've been here ever since. Do you have family up here? I do, I do. I got my mom and my sisters and my brothers, you know, and that's it. That's about it. And now I have my wife and my kids. Exactly. How many kids you have? I got three. Yes. Three kids. Two teenagers, by the way. 16, 13, and a six-year-old. Ooh, teens in Sonoma. Watch out. (laughs) I know. I remember when I was a teen here, it was, I don't know, we were always always looking for something to do around here. That's why we're here. I mean, that is a big reason why I'm actually at the Sonoma Community Center. I'm Molly Spencer, and I am the engagement manager here, also a team with with Gerardo, who is also an engagement. Yeah, I forgot to say that, too. (laughs) Meaning we love to talk to people. But same thing, really. One of the reasons I'm actually ended up at the Sonoma Community Center is because I did grow up as a teen in Sonoma and there wasn't a lot of options. So I got into dance, but after going through a heavy punk rock period of rebellion (laughs) in my teenage (laughs) years, which I still love, by the way, I still have it in me. And I'm teaching kids because they need something to do. Yeah, Currently, yeah. I'm teaching younger ones, but they, they need something class. to do. They, they, so I am a dance teacher. I teach jazz and ballet, but I also should probably retire. We'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to date myself. <laughs> but um, I was born in New York, upstate New York. Wow, fancy. Grew up in South Carolina. Parents went to a chiropractic school, hippie families, Europeans. And then if you've ever seen the movie... Oh, God. Vacation. 
Vacation, which one? The There's one, so many. The first one. The first one. So they all come to California. Chevy, Chevy Chase, right? Oh, yeah. They, they, don't they come in 80s. like to Disneyland or something or yeah. Adventure Park Wally or World. something? Wally, yeah, 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 Wally yeah, World. Yeah, yeah. So they have this green station wagon with wooden sidings. And we actually drove that exact car from uh, South no Carolina <laughs> out, to, <laughs> out to Sonoma. Had a huge, like all our stuff was on top, a trailer, stuff kept falling off. Of. We didn't have grandma or dog, by the way. But um, yeah, we, we drove that Dodge Aspen right out to Sonoma via Geysville and ended up here early on. And ever since then, I've been trying to uh, move out a lot when I was 20s, but kept coming back here. And, and where do I come back to it? Community center. Yeah. So this is the heart of it all, oh, right? No, yeah, yeah. This is the place, you know. Yeah, I'm really surprised. There's a lot of classes here for teenagers too now. You know, they got the teen wheel going on, you know. Yeah. So yes. which is great. You exactly. know, my daughter's taking that one. So exactly. Um when I did come here several years ago because there's definitely been I came in the eighties is how I was introduced to Sonoma Community Center. And I think a lot of people come and are introduced to Sonoma Community Center, usually through events, right? Yeah. So in that day it was uh <sighs> It was a local reggae band, and I'm forgetting. <laughs> Strictly Roots, right? And they would play in Andrews Hall. So it kind of came through there. We put on a lot of shows here. We'll revisit the fact that Green Day played here. I was there. And we'll talk a little bit about that more in the future. But lots of events happen here. Yeah, yeah. I think they also have the club, no? The newcomers. And that's how the, a lot of people who come from outside yeah. Sonoma, yeah. They, they know the Sonoma Community Center. Also, there's so many things that happen on the weekends. There's a lot of free community events as well as if you're just visiting here on the weekend, I think we talk about that a little bit about yeah, yeah. how you can take all these family workshops and things to do besides drink wine in Sonoma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, who wants to drink wine in Sonoma? Ah, well, <laughs> yeah, well you got to love wine, but they have all kinds of good things to drink as well. So, you know, I think we spoke a little bit about how you get your day started here. Anyway, we are really excited to bring this podcast to you and not only here share what the events and classes that are happening here at the Sonoma Community Center, but also have a few interviews with many of the artists, the staff that come here. We have a pretty diverse staff all the way from marketing, operations, as well as a heavy, heavy program staff that are really specialties, just special people. I think we've rounded out a really great team. Okay, well, more on the team that makes it all happen here at the community center. But first, we would like to introduce our first ever podcast interview, and that is our executive director, Charlotte Hazer. Welcome, Charlotte. Welcome, Hi, welcome. Thanks. Yes. <laughs> so, we got a few questions to ask you. Fire no pressure. Away. Just no a few. Pressure. Yeah, no pressure. That's just all in good fun. But first of all, when did you come to the community center, join the community center as the executive director? And how did you hear about the position? What were your thoughts and knowledge of the community center at that time? Well, uh, let's see. It, it's been like a year and a half already, which is a little bit crazy. It's been a long time. It's, it's, I'm like, yeah, I'm a veteran by now. Uh, almost as long as you, Molly. Lifer. Let's not go there. Let's not go there. But I heard about the job from Priscilla Call Essert, who was the executive director of the Vintage House at the time. Mm-hmm. Because I had told her, like, I was I was working over in Napa County, and I was really involved with the COVID response there. And it was such a weird experience for me because I was, I lived in Sonoma, so I was physically here, 
but like mentally I spent all day over in Napa County. And I just have this realization that like, I have no idea what's going on in the Sonoma community. (laughs) (laughs) And I want to do this community service, but I want to do it in the community where I actually live and where my kids are going to school. And so I decided I wanted to look for a job locally with a local nonprofit. And she told me about this role. It seemed perfect. I knew a little bit about the community center. I had never been inside the building, (laughs) but I knew about the community center from the farmer's market. Like my kids loved the pottery wheel. And I had always kind of imagined that, you know, one day when I had more time, I would start taking some classes. And my opportunity came sooner than I expected because... I received this wonderful job. Awesome. Uh, That's cool. (laughs) You know, I didn't know about the Sonoma community myself, and I've been here for 30 years. So (laughs) We are a hidden gem, so that's why we're here sharing the news. I think I was just like, every time I used to go to Farmer's Market, I missed the Sonoma Community Center. I was just down on my fruit. You know me, Molly. I'm a fruit guy. Yeah, Yeah, it's definitely, um, if you drive by, we are a a brick building, and it looks kind of institutionalized but then when you walk through the doors it's a completely different feeling so charlotte your background you're from europe mm-hmm. and spent many years in chicago tell us a little bit about yourself and how you ended up in cinema valley <laughs> sure <laughs> yeah so i grew up in amsterdam the netherlands and we actually immigrated as a family my parents are both uh, university professors and my dad got a job in chicago mm-hmm. so i went to college there And I ended up in Southern California for graduate school. Never saw myself as a California person, but (laughs) I got into a good program. So that's where I went. Not for everyone. (laughs) Different world, different world. But really, I I ended up in Northern California because my husband works in the wine industry. Ah. So Mm. we moved out to uh, Calistoga together, and then we ended up in San Francisco for a couple of years where he worked in restaurants. And then when we had kids, he realized that the restaurant schedule really doesn't lend itself well to young kids. And so he decided he wanted to get back into the wine industry. And we literally picked Sonoma from the map. Uh, Lucky us. Lucky us. (laughs) Well, how has been navigating Sonoma life with Mm -hmm. the family? You know, I, I think people have this idea when they come here, they're on a wine excursion. It's for the weekend. And then it's completely different when you have young people and you're trying mm-hmm. to make this a place of great memories and oh, yeah. community. Yeah. So, yes, yeah. how is your family? What is your family anyway? So, if you don't yeah, mind so I, I have two kids, two boys, five and seven. They're both in elementary school now, which is makes my life a lot easier. <laughs> It's been great. This is, I I hear that Sonoma is not so fun once you uh, become a teenager, but for the five to seven year old crowd, it's super fun. Like we go to the plaza on the weekends and there's always at least three kids they know. I didn't grow up in a small town, but my kids are having that experience now and they love it. It's just, it feels familiar and comfortable and I feel safe as a parent, you know, with them like playing outside and it just, yeah, it feels lovely. That's fantastic. Yeah, it is. I also have three kids myself, and it's a great place, Sonoma. So, yes, mm-hmm. more on the teen years. I can attest to that <sighs> later on. Yeah, <laughs> me too. I remember my teen years here. <laughs> but getting back on track, you came 
to the community center a year and a half ago when we were mm-hmm. knee deep in COVID. Oh, yeah. And there was such a shift in society, cultural attitudes, and really the workplace environment. What is your experience when you first came mm-hmm. on board and some of the changes or growth that you've experienced up to now? Yeah. Well, I think I came on board at such an interesting time and everything had been virtual at the community center. Like you all shifted over to virtual classes pretty early on. Yes, yes. We were forefront of Sonoma to do that. And it was definitely experience. And it was so like you did it so well. It was so successful. Yeah. But I think by the time I came on board, like we were kind of anticipating that restrictions would be lifted And there was such a sense of, I think everyone on the staff was so eager and impatient to just open the doors again. (laughs) Oh, we were ready. What is it? 2021. Yeah, and like bring people back in. Yeah, Yeah. Mm -hmm. and so I feel like I just kind of let that run its course and let everyone sort of realize that. And so we opened our doors again, and there was just such a motivation and an energy to do all this new stuff and to offer all this programming and it, it just, it brought the center back to life. Yes. Um, and so we've expanded our programs. We have entirely new departments mm-hmm. now. <laughs> we offer more stuff for kids than ever before. And one thing I think that, that really came out of the pandemic that I think we're all really excited about is just this new commitment to serving everyone. And so we're doing a lot of work to, to really think about what are the barriers that keep people from participating in programs at the center and what can we do to lower those so that absolutely everyone can enjoy everything that we offer here. Excellent. And- well, you tagged the wording center of belonging. Which I love. It's it's very. I don't think inclusive. I did. I think our, our consultant did. Oh, I'm not going to take credit. Well, bravo, consultant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shout out Thanks. to Nico. <laughs> oh yes, Nico. We'll have him on soon. Oh, Nico's yeah, a great sure. great person in in the community. When you came on board, I saw actually a kind of a stamp, your immediate stamp on changing a lot of culture around here, and some of the key initiatives that you've ingrained. Ingr- ingr- <laughs> Here we go. Integrated (laughs) here at the center. I've seen a lot of clubs open up, sliding scale, and really a focus on a completely different mission. Do you want to maybe touch point with the audience? Like, what are some of those, like the details? Yeah, I mean, for me, I think the bottom line is that we are trying to be community responsive. Yes. So we're really trying to not just talk to the community, but have the community talk to us about what they want to see. And so I think, for example, you mentioned the clubs. Yes. That's a really fun example of how we want to get the community involved in actually running and creating the programs here, like have some things be self-directed and people, you know, learn from and with each other. Um, Yeah, some of the clubs, just to mention here, is um, we have a queer art club that happens once a month for teens, um, in support of the LGBTQIA community, as well as a vegan club um, and very many other culinary clubs that have started as well. So mm-hmm. we've really shifted to making some, not just these workshops, but these yeah. clubs be a place. Yeah. And the sliding scale structure, we haven't really touched on about that, but that changed this year. Mm-hmm. And wonderful, wonderful. Thing. Yes. And we're the lucky people, Gerardo and I, that get to take it into the community and share what that is. But 
Can you break it down a little bit? Why? Yeah. Why that is and what that is for sliding scale. Yeah. 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 I think that that maybe is the most significant thing we've done so far to help lower barriers and Really what sliding scale means is that for every class, we have five different price tiers now. So people can choose the level that works for their budget. And there are no like eligibility requirements. You can really, it's it's an honor system. You pick whatever level is right for you. But it means that like an eight-week ceramics class that had always been about $250, $275, mm-hmm is now accessible for as low as $50. Yes, with supplies and included, I might add. With supplies yeah. included. Mm-hmm. And and in the same way, like a, a two-hour workshop on printmaking or drawing used to be maybe $60, $70, and now is as low as $10. Yes. And so it just it creates access for people at whatever income level they have so yeah. that we can make good on this promise to make our programs accessible exactly. for everyone. And higher tiers, I love the availability of that too, because if you are at a higher tier level, here's an opportunity to mm-hmm. keep this program, sliding scale yeah. programming, swimming, yeah. and that a more sustainable system that everybody would like. But those higher tiers always help the yeah. lower tiers, help build our classes, help exactly. the teachers return. So yeah. I think no, it's I'm all really good. happy. I'm, I'm <laughs> super happy for the sliding scale. You know, that means uh, low-income families can actually come and take mm-hmm. classes here. Exactly. So we have families who have multiple kids who now they can take a class. Like yes. three kids can take a class. So yeah. I'm really happy for it. So thank <laughs> you, Charlotte. Thank you, Oprah, for sharing the words. That's what I call her. <laughs> I was a Robin right. Hood. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Okay, so we're going to go down to a scenario. You ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Your schedule has miraculously opened up, <laughs> and your family what? is more independent. The meetings are suddenly off the plate. Mm-hmm. The dishes and laundry are done. After a bath, you're ready to immerse yourself in some classes at where else? The Sonoma Community Center. Mm. <laughs> what are you taking? And what programs speak to you that we currently offer? Can I say all the things? <laughs> yes, um, I feel that way too. I So I did get to take one ceramics class after I started here, and I loved that. So I would love to do more of that and learn more and make nicer looking uh, pots. <laughs> was, was it um, hand building or wheel throwing? No, I, I went straight into Ooh. wheel throwing, which Ooh, I didn't wow. even, like, that's how much of a novice I was. I didn't realize that that was, like, the next level. It's so, all about centering, right? Yep. All about centering. Her yeah, yeah, your daughter's yeah. taking that class, yeah, she, that yeah, class as well. <laughs> I really, really want to take some of our cooking classes. Mm. Um, I want to join one of the food clubs if I can. I want to learn printmaking. Yes. Um, the Figure Arts Open Studio sounds really fun. Oh. I'm a knitter, so wow. I would she join. She is so good, too. Is that sweater? That She's wearing a blue yeah, sweater. I'm, I'm wearing a handmade. Made. Very homemade <laughs> looking cardigan. No, you could teach a class, um, I feel like. But so I would love to join the happy hours. I would love to go see a Sonoma Arts Live show. (laughs) Shout out to Sonoma Arts Live. Yes. Um, That's our resident theater company that... It's not a community center program, but they have been here for a very long time, Sonoma Arts Live, and it's in the beautiful Andrews Hall, which is a theater located right here at Sonoma Community Center. Yeah. Yeah, so really all the things. Yeah. All the things. Okay. Are there any classes 
dream classes, workshops, clubs, things that you would like to see offered or develop in the future, you're ready. What's that going to be? Dream big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I I would love to see our music program really taking ah, off. Yes. I, I grew up playing the violin. I want my kids to have that kind of experience. And, and even for me as an adult, like, I don't have enough time to pick up my violin, but I would love to like have just a casual little ensemble here that I go to once a week just to play together for fun. Like nothing, no pressure, no expectations, yes. just fun. And <laughs> those kinds of music experiences, I, I want to do a lot more of that for all ages here. It, we actually started it. So we have <laughs> started it. And of course, you, who's behind that? Charlotte. So actually we do have, um, which is called Sassy and... Sassy, sassy. I like to call it sassy. sassy okay. Sassy. Every Mondays we have a new youth orchestra, and it's strings based, yep. meaning violins, harps. Um, there's piano in it, and that's open auditions. And we're looking at building that. There's yeah. also adult opportunities yep. to start an alternative orchestra as well. Yeah. So yeah, super fun, and like not just classical music. Not exactly. Just the music. You know, your your I'm teacher. Request, I'm requesting Harry Styles. It's the next oh, performance. Harry Styles. <laughs> Oh, I just listened to one of his songs. That sounds good. He's a bad boy now. But um, enough about Harry. Back to the center. Charlotte, thank you so much for being our first guest here. Thank you for having me. Hold on. I do have a question for Charlotte, though. This question was uh, made to me by Elise, our uh, culinary director. She asked me when she hires me, there was a question. She's like, all right, so what would you do if you were given an elephant, but you can't sell it? What will you do with it? Or give it back. You can sell it or give it back. What will you do with an elephant? I would, God, I would try to find some space for it where it could live. And, and You're a much better person than I was. I said, I will eat it. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yummy, yummy. I, I don't wonder know. what I that would terrible. taste like. So I, think, I, I don't think I got the <laughs> job, no. but, you know. <laughs> Which well, maybe that was a good response for the culinary was. department. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I With gas prices these days, I would probably actually ride that thing to work. So it's going to take me a little bit longer yeah. to get here, but absolutely. Well, I think that wraps up the interview. Charlotte, thank yeah. you so much. For thank you very much, Charlotte. Molly, we you. appreciate all your work you do around here. I the Latino exactly. community also, we appreciate all the things you're doing for them, too. Oh, yeah. Thank you. And we're just going to lead in a little bit of what I'd like to call old timey corner. Because <laughs> there's so many great stories of this place. But one of my favorites, since we're kind of, uh, I don't know what's coming around the corner here, but I think it's Halloween. Oh, uh, yeah. We got Halloween going on. But also we have uh, El Dia de los Muertos. Yes. So. Yeah. yeah. Can I share my old timey corner yeah, story yeah, 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 with you? Yeah, for sure. So, Gerardo, guess what movie was filmed here in 1996? Hmm. 1996. I think I was like 14 years old, and I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I, um, I was a little bit older than yeah, you. Yeah, I think, I think it's something about something yelling or screaming, you know. I don't know. Oh. I don't know. You can't see our faces, but we're doing our best scream impression. Yes, that's right. Wes Craven's Scream was filmed here at the Sonoma Community Center in 1996. I actually have quite a few friends that were extras in it. Oh, no way. Yeah, reels. And there's a really cool story behind it because what makes it interesting in the Bay Area North Bay lore is where it wasn't filmed. 
Do you hear that story? No. So it wasn't filmed, and it says at the end of the movie, it's Santa Rosa High School. Wow. So they thought, like, this is not an appropriate place for a Wes Craven slasher film, and basically ended up coming up here. So because this was a school before, mm-hmm. it was easy for them to convert, but there was I know there was also a little backlash on it actually being filmed here, but the executive director at the time, which I will remain unnamed, but they can look it up, good friend of mine, made it happen, and it's fantastic. If you see the end of the movie, it says, no thanks to Santa Rosa High School. <laughs> well, you know what? It's funny because I just find out that Spring was uh, filmed here, to be honest. And I worked here. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, you, it's it's interesting because Scream was one of those, you know, those horror slasher films. But then this movie really undermines the... It, it doesn't undermine the audience, you know, it yeah, kind of yeah. comes like a mockery and you know what's coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going for the gore, but this really introduced the reality the of psychological problems of the yeah. character. So it was a little bit more like thriller slasher and, and changed the genre. So that very movie. No, it was, it was a great movie. I loved it. So. Yeah. I, my daughter's finally old enough. We're going to actually watch it. Oh, sad. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I only watched it to see my friends, but then over the years, I'm like, oh, this is really good, you yeah, know? Yeah. And uh, over the years, which has really been fun, I'll be upstairs teaching on Saturday mornings. I have probably about 20 girls and two twos, you know, about five years old. And one year, probably about as their anniversary, about three years no, before COVID, yeah, <laughs> going yeah. back for Rewind. 2019, a huge busload pulls up. And I I would say there's probably like 100 people, right? In their best gear, running around the whole building, some of them with their screen mask on, reinventing every corner, right? Yeah, yeah. It was awesome. There's even a few tidbits in the gardens around here that they they had left. I love it. But you know know what I just found out, Mm. too? My desk. That big bulky desk. Yeah, yeah. Somebody desk. got murdered there. <laughs> That's another work story. Not joking. <laughs> no, it's, I think it's the teacher's desk. Oh, actually, no yep. So Ooh, you know, tours, tours, uh, taking on a tour. Somebody wants to buy eBay. That, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's the, I'm like way too short for the desk. You know, it's yeah. <laughs> probably get a standing desk. But anyway, that is amazing thing. We still yeah. have a yearly pilgrimage. It's coming this season. I'm pretty sure people are going to be showing up well, I in your screen outfits. That. I want to see that now. Take you on a tour. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, but that is fantastic. That's my old timey corner, but let's go in. What is happening in this neighborhood? It's been happening here for quite some time. Dia de Muertos. Yeah, Dia de Muertos is actually celebrated on November 2nd, if I'm not mistaken, in Mexico. So we pretty much just celebrate the day of the death. We honor our dead and we just, uh, it's a day where we just go and put flowers in our uh, cemeteries, wherever you lost somebody, just uh, to celebrate one day. It doesn't mean that because they're gone, they're not there. So they were part of our life. So I have a question about this because. Is it more of the history? Do people go through the process when you go to put build an altar for them? Is there like a time? Is it like a year that, that since they've passed that you're supposed to do this? Or am I just hearing no, tidbits no. of information? Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. yeah. Just, 
anytime, pretty yeah. much, you know. So. so what we're doing here, and it's happened for quite some time at Sonoma Community Center, is we have an altar that's built by a local sculptor. And he sets it up in the front garden, right in front of Sonoma Community Center, which is beautiful, by the way. It is decorated, and then on actually November 1st this year, we invite the public, which it's free, to come. They can put mementos up. They can put butterflies. They can That's put right. All sorts of things. But I think we're also going to have some festivities. We're going to have yeah, a yeah. ceremony. So we definitely do like ceremonies, and we usually have food, too. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So food we'll have, is really important, you know. Yeah. You Herat- have to have those, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think they're going to make uh, maybe some pan de muerto that day or something. Yes. So. Yeah. And churros, I believe. We're churros, gonna, tamales, right? Yeah, delicious. Little, nobody knows, but Gerardo's I'm like, hungry. Yeah, amazing cook here. <laughs> we'll also have um, ballet, uh, folklorico, Casalan, Casalan. Uh, I believe I'm it's totally uh, butchering it, yeah, but they're an amazing yeah. local troupe. Quetzalem, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then a mariachi band, mariachi. No way. Jalisco. It's be big, yeah, huh? it's all it's all up front. It starts at five. The public is welcome. Wow. And it's an amazing. And it's we funny, also no. do a lighting ceremony. Did you know that? No, we, no, I didn't. <laughs> no way. Yeah. So there's a ceremony honoring everything, and then we light the torch. Wow. I would never know this about the Sonoma Community Center that you guys have all these events. You know, if I wasn't because I was I was working here. So yeah. And now that I'm working here, I'm definitely gonna shine the light over there on the other side of town and let people know that you guys are doing a great job. Though. Oh man. Well, so. I'm super happy. I I think a lot of people feel like. What happens at the community center, especially if you're not in town, but even if you're across town, because I, I'm the same way. I'm a West Side girl. This building's located on the east side of Sonoma, which is like east of Sonoma. Anyway, that's a the whole other prestigious story. east side. Yeah. <laughs> but what I love is that it's always been a place of arts and really you know, just yeah, really yeah, yeah. classy, classy classes. <laughs> I, I just wish my mom would have known about this place when yeah. I was young, too. Because so. that leads us into one thing that's changed this year is a sliding scale structure. Yes. So yes. Beautiful. It's, it's amazing. So what that means is we remove all financial barriers. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You know, it kind of took my job away, though. I was like the Robin Hood of scholarships around yeah. here. And I was like, oh, you don't have to do it anymore. I feel bad. But, you know, <laughs> it whatever really it is. takes, whatever it takes to get the families here, you know, and take a class, you know. It's true. I like to call Harada when he came on board. The Oprah of scholarships. You get a scholarship. You get a scholarship. That was me, man. I you get it. a scholarship. I'm like, wait a minute. You get the fun job. Yeah. So I'm working with Oprah and I'm kind of the Swiss army knife around yeah, yeah, here. Yeah. So it's no refunds. <laughs> I know. Making me out to be, yeah, be the bad yeah. guy. But really... We'll go into my Swiss Army knife background a whole lot more. Reto, let's talk so, about food. Oh, One yeah, of your yeah. favorite so subjects. My pro- well, food, actually. We're actually going to have a, a thing where it's going to be called... Um was for lunch because I got my buddy in the office, uh, Josh. Just a thing. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we we want to introduce a little segment within a yeah. podcast and see where it goes. But what's for lunch? What's for lunch is going to be fun. You know, we're going to yeah. talk about places to go. You know, we're going to give you all the details on the food and make sure you know you guys when you get there, you'll be like, oh, yeah, they were right. It's if delicious. You're, if you're not in Sonoma, you're in for a treat because you're going to get the real lowdown of where to get the time. 
tacos, where to yes. get the still all these food prices are going up and getting yeah. some great lunches. But what it really came out of, in my opinion, was I come in a little bit later than the fellas. Josh Cutler is our director of operations. We're definitely going to reel him in. <laughs> and he he's a straight man, you know? Yeah. He's a straight man to her. I come in about 11 o'clock. All of a sudden, you, you see the desk turn around. So, Josh... What's for lunch? What's for lunch, Josh? <laughs> hey, that's the only way I could break Josh. Josh, when I came in, you know, he was just like in his computer, and I'm like, I need to break this guy, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, Plus, I Josh think food was gonna be the has, the place to go. Has about two choices for lunch. So yeah, it's pretty is it funny. Talking and into yeah, <laughs> and then Gerardo will suggest something. Oh, you got to try this, and Josh will go on the computer, visit Yelp. He's one of those Yelp. Re- yeah, yeah, yeah. He likes the reviews. And if it's know? got bad reviews. He, he ain't try. going. No, no, no. <laughs> so, so far, I think when I started here, I was like, oh, yeah, Reuben sandwich. That, that's all you heard. It was a Reuben sandwich. Like, I want to have a Reuben Pretty sandwich. Pretty sure they talked you know? about Reuben sandwich. <laughs> uh, when we have Josh on for a bit, you got to hear these. I'm hoping to record some segments, especially their descriptions of burgers and... You're also becoming a Swiss Army knife around here. What do you do part-time? Yeah, so for my part-time, I'm the instructor in HANA. I instruct the culinary section. So, What, what uh, is HANA? Share so that. So HANA Boy Center. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty much just a place where kids go and they have their own classes. Is it still live-in students? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, okay. Um, I think they're, they're changing, though. Next year, it'll be more like uh, people from outside are, are going to start coming in. Okay, you know, so. yeah. Hannah Boys Center is up there. They also have an institute on arts and integrative therapy. Yeah. It's a good venue. They have everything. I mean, yeah, to help the kids. Yeah, so they do. It's and, a great and place. And your job, which is pretty amazing. I knew they were going to love you. You know, I'm just there to teach them knife skills. Make sure they don't cut themselves and then they don't come out like a mafia, you know, Jakusa <laughs> mafia at the end of the day, you know, <laughs> missing some fingers there. So. <laughs> I, I, I think... I think you're underselling yourself because really I think you're teaching them skills that they can take into a practical life skill into the well, future. Thank you. Thank you. And that wouldn't been possible if it wasn't for Elise, our culinary yeah. director, which you Elise know, she's Hotel great. Gonzalez. She'll come yes. on as well, especially since we got this little what's, 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 for, uh, lunch. what's for lunch. Yeah, what's yeah, for yeah. lunch, Elise? <laughs> and uh, we'll have her on because she's really blown up the culinary department, which has been great. It's not only doing, Hannah, when you guys do an after-school special, we do all these multi-generational family workshops. Gerardo's been sold oh, yeah, out ceviche the, classes. That's right, that's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I also do the after-school program, too, for kids. You know, I get the little ones, too. So I get everything oh, of, you I get know. Those too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I get a little bit of everything. I get the high school kids, middle kids, and even kindergarten. So, yeah. you know. I'm there. I'm there. It's fun. What I like about cooking, and they've really actually done these cross department classes where you would come and make a ceramics bowl, a pinch pot, and then learn what to cook to put inside of them. So, what that means though, if you don't live in Sonoma, go on our website because there's a ton of one day workshops. If you don't necessarily want to be going around hitting up all the winers, which, hey, maybe you do, but maybe you want to start your morning off of doing an art workshop, painting, mixed media, or using kitchen your hands dirty or having a nice lunch that you made yourself. Oh, yeah. And then let's remember, let's take advantage of that uh, sliding scale that you talked about. Sliding scale. Sliding scale. So that 
that is there to remove no financial barriers. Yeah, yeah. No excuse for learning a new skill or learning a new passion. And of that sliding skill, you know, the details are on our website, but there's five tiers. And what those five tiers do is it gives you five choices, financial choices. Maybe you're on a fixed income. Maybe you have a large group of people going. You can go on the lower tier. The higher tiers help us pay for all. So those are important too. If you are in a position to help and fill those financial tiers, it's wonderful. So that's our community center. We do also rely on memberships and patrons and donors and this is to support what can I say this place magical supports, uh, us being at the farmer's market you know having yeah. an event yeah. you know trying to uh, have an activity there for the kids which yeah. every farmer market we're there so you yeah. know that pays for that too so yep we are the team that takes it out into the world so we are often at farmer's market most events that are around Sonoma and expanding into Sonoma County as well hmm I am not paying attention to the time. The, the podcast 101 amateur hour. Three hours later. <laughs> Three hours later. Right? No, I, I could really talk about the Sonoma Community Center for a very long time. And I know you could too. Yeah, 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 definitely. But just to give a little heads up, everybody, bop on over to Sonoma Community Center. O-R-G. We are coming to check out our upcoming events, which is Dia de Muertos, and as well as we do a free Thanksgiving is coming up, and I'll share more about that with Josh. I just heard about that one. Mm -hmm. I'm really excited for that one, too. Yeah, yeah. For the past couple of years during COVID, it was kind of a drive-through at the community center, Um, but often we do it at the Vets building, and this is open for... Anyone, really. Wow. Bring the community together. Yeah, so. I'm actually uh, making all my family come to this place. I'm like, I don't want to cook, man. You know, just go there. <laughs> and enjoy I, somebody else cooking. You yeah, know? the community shows up. And by that, I mean Rotary Club really is the secret behind this. I mean, they make all the food. They get it donated. Gary Edwards is one of our past muse, someone that we honor that's done a lot in the community. And he pulls us together and gets his team going. I'm a minor part. Flower cheers. Flower cheers. (laughs) Oh, come on. That's very good. (laughs) But speaking of that, there's a lot of classes coming up in November, not just after school programs. We have free programs that are like Queer Art Club, which really recognizes LGBTQIA community geared towards teens getting together to be able to make art in a very safe space, but we're also wanting to call it like an explore. We we want the space to be where they can explore their voices. A great club, as well as just a ton of new printmaking, (laughs) painting, fiber arts workshops, some dance classes coming up. Yoga is coming back. I think we have a class also for the uh, the Muertos Pond. So they're doing oh, bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On yeah. the 29th. When is that? On the 29th. Oh, well, it's a well, Saturday. Just comes out and uh, kids <laughs> and moms, welcome. Yeah. Yeah, kids and moms. Dads too. Dads too. <laughs> You're looking at me like, mm. <laughs> Anyway, that is probably wrapping up our first podcast. Oh, wait, though. Wait, I, 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 I do remember, though, we are building, uh, somebody's building a pizza oven to here, right? 
On site? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, Gerardo is hungry. I don't know I if know, we should record so. <laughs> late into the morning because it's just going to turn into a food podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, keep an eye on, that, on those classes, though. We're definitely going to have some classes for pizza making. Absolutely. So. Uh, there's a lot coming down the pipeline, and I just heard something possibly about a pizza throwing workshop. Oh, what? That would be nice. Yeah. I'm down. We'll have to ask Meg Billingham about that. She is Meg, our ceramics oh, yeah. director. Another great Another staff team. One. Yep. Um, stay tuned for episode two when we deep dive into our Sonoma Community Center artists and community. First up, we have Sonoma Ceramics artists in residence, Reniel Di Rosario. And his work is amazing as an upcoming show on November 12th. I love his rebellious work and critique of the capitalist world through ceramics and performance art. This is going to be a good one, folks. Yep, yep, yep. Come and check it out. So, and if you really like our podcast, let us know what you guys want to hear. You know, we're here for you guys. We want to listen to the community, so let us know. And uh, you can also check us out as in all our uh, channels and multimedia. We have Facebook, Instagram, and you can check us out at Sonoma Community Center. And like and subscribe, please. That will really help us. Absolutely. So wherever you hear your favorite podcasts, find us, listen. Hit that button. Click, 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 click. And we'll see (laughs) see you next week. Thank you, everyone. Bye-bye.